0: Welcome to the growing your financial business, the woman's way podcast. I'm Robin Crane and I was a financial advisor for over a decade, but before that, I was a singer songwriter. And now even as a mom of three with a teenager, toddler, and a baby, I run a seven figure business helping women in financial services grow their businesses and make a bigger impact. In this podcast, I'll bring you financial advisors, industry influencers, and highly successful entrepreneurs to give you innovative strategies designed for women. So get ready to learn how to get in front of the right people, get more ideal clients, and be able to grow your ideal business so you can live your ideal life. Welcome to Growing Your Financial Business the woman's way. I'm very, very excited to have, I'm going to look at my notes so I don't mess it up because I'm, I've i been known to do that. So Julia Chung, she has so many letters at the end of her name that it's going to take a while. But she's a CFP, CLU, FEA. I don't know that one, but I, I'm glad I didn't misread that and see flea. But FEA, TEP, CEO. And she's not just a CEO, but also you're a CEO. You own two woman on company. I mean, you have two companies. I so do. you've had a ton of experience in the financial industry. Um, and you also obviously have all the the credibility in the world. Um, and you co-authored three ebooks. This woman's co-authored three ebooks, The Art of Delegation, Women and Money, and The Entrepreneur's Survival Guide. So any of more in the works. So there's more here, but let's just have a conversation because it'll be very boring for me looking at my paper. So welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm super, super excited. So, yeah, um, so tell me a little bit about, I'd love to hear what you're most passionate about, and especially like in creating these businesses, because so many of the women listening, um, some of them are going to be new in the industry, some of them have been in the industry for decades, but we're all kind of having this issue, like how do you grow it and how do you keep, keep doing this and do it successfully? So why don't you start there?
1: Well, uh, passion wise, I love starting businesses. Obviously, I wouldn't have been nuts enough to actually start two and run them at the same time. Um, it, I, I do. I love doing it. I love disrupting industries and creating new things where things hadn't existed before. I really, really love empowering women. I think uh, I think there's a lot of opportunities that haven't been given to women that easily could be. So that's a, a real theme, um, not only with the clients that I work with, but also within both of my companies to promote and empower women to do well.
0: Tell me about the company so we know exactly, uh, um, like, what what are the distinctions? What is it? Uh, tell me about these these two. Yeah.
1: Well, um, Spring Plans is uh, a financial services company. It's pure financial planning. Uh, what we like to call up here in Canada, advice-only financial planning. So it's really clear that it's just purely advice. It's financial consulting is a way to kind of look at it. So we don't manage wealth. We don't sell insurance. We're just purely on advice. And uh, Admin Slayer, is just my other business, is a virtual assistance company so it helps small businesses succeed uh, and uh, runs the operations in the background
0: so how did you is there a connection there like why those two i mean obviously if you're a cfp and and all these things like it makes sense that you have a, a, a financial advice company but why the admin or virtual assistant
1: yeah, that kind of came out of a lot of things. So uh, I think almost anybody else I know who's a woman in financial services, you'll find that, uh, especially when you're starting out, you end up running administrative teams because that's where people like to put you. Oh, you're a female. You should run admin. So I got quite good at admin, but I was always doing administrative work while I was also running my financial services businesses. And I've always felt like Okay, the guys that I see out there, they're not doing that. They hire administrative teams. I want to do the same thing. And yet we always end up in this situation where we're doing both. And uh, what I wanted to do is just have my own administrator. So I hired a virtual assistant who lives near me. She was fantastic. And when I started, the second iteration of the current business, I, uh, <laughs> I I hired her and we launched really quickly in about six weeks, because I already knew what I wanted, but I needed to get out there and build business. I didn't need to be running my operations. Hired a great administrator and I hired my best friend to be my systems designer and marketing specialist. And we launched in six weeks and we super successful right away. And people said to me, how do I do that? And then administrators I used to train said, how do I get a job like that? And I thought, oh, that's a business.
0: Wow. So, are you actually are you looking for financial advisors or financial service uh, people? Women, women, or people in the industry who actually need admins, and you're kind of placing them as well?
1: Yeah, so, absolutely. That's, okay. that's, that that's your target that's,
0: market. Well,
1: that's our specialty. Okay.
0: okay. Cool. Cool.
1: Cool. I know I probably should have done more homework, but um, yeah, that's fine.
0: <laughs> but that's amazing. I love that. This is such a great topic because this is so. It's so typical of us, not just, I'm not going to say you, those of you listening, because I am guilty of it as well, but so typical of us women, who we try to do it all. And it's not just in business. You do that. You, you know, you do, you're working with the clients, you're doing the admin, you're doing everything that you, a lot of things that you shouldn't be doing. Right. Absolutely. And then everything, when it comes to your home as well, like being with the kids, making dinner, doing the laundry, like I, I, and that, cause I've had people come and like some of my clients and say, oh, well, because of compliance, I can't hire my own admin. And so I'm like, okay, well, and that's I like that you have the furrowed browser, like let's find a way. But I have heard yes. that. Okay. But but let's just say there are some people who can't, I don't know, especially during this crazy time. I'm like, well, then hire someone to do your laundry and make your dinner and do all those other things that you don't need to be doing so you can focus on your money making activities. So so what what yes. would you I'm gonna go directly for like give me some advice to these women who um, first of all, think they have to do it themselves, or they don't have the money to hire someone. Um, what are some of the things that that you've seen, or the let, let's actually start with the excuses why these women don't hire an admin? Let's start with that. I gave you too many questions, so let's start with just that one.
1: Well, the the big excuse and, and, and and a completely logical reason is I don't have enough money to hire help. You know, I just, I have no money, I have to make money. And when I make more money, I can hire more people on my team to support me. But you know what you can't do until you hire more people is make more money. And it is a constant chicken and the egg thing. I completely get that. You're like, so like I literally have $0 right now and you're telling me to hire somebody else. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt because we've done this with multiple businesses as soon as you hire someone else, you make more money. Unless there's something actually wrong with your business, like you actually have a terrible business. But if you have a good, solid business that people want to work with, then freeing up your time so you're not filling in forms, replying to emails, organizing your calendar, and all that stuff means that you're out there making money. You're spending your time doing that other things, you're not making money. It's, It's the... It's the hardest thing to get through, which is why we wrote The Art of Delegation, because it is so difficult to let those things go. It really is, and I understand why.
0: And I actually think that's exactly the same with hiring a coach, right? People say to me. Oh, I, Robin, I don't have the money. Oh, I'd love to work with you, Robin. This has been great. Let's say, give them something free. Oh, this is so good. This is exactly what I need. I'd love to work with you, but I don't have the money. Like, duh, if you have the money, you wouldn't need to work with me. Like, that's why you need to work with me. So you have the money. And it's exactly the same for having someone do what I call the, I better not swear just in case, but the stupid stuff, right? Like I, I tell my clients, stop doing stupid stuff. But I... <laughs> swear, but stop doing stupid stuff, right? Because Just in case, I don't know where this is going. Um, but stop doing the stupid stuff because if you can free up time, especially for money-making activities, then you will make money. That's another thing I like to say is like when the money-making activities stop, so does the money-making. So mm-hmm. what an admin will give you is free up your time to focus on the money-making activities or the things that, that's gonna systematize your business, get you in a place where you can actually grow and scale and make more money no matter what level you're at right? Yes. And the
1: next excuse though, is nobody will do it as well as I do it. I I need things to be perfect and under control. And I, I, and I always say, so can so-and-so whoever do this 80% as well as you can. Cool. They cost $20 an hour. You cost $300 an hour. Let them do 80%. That's still an A. This is fine. 80% amazing at an email. That is not where you are shining. That's not your job. People aren't getting your email and being like, wow, she's amazing. I'm going to hire her for my financial services support because her email is great. I mean, your email should be reasonable. That's, But it's not. that's not why they're hiring you. You can just get somebody else to do that. And another thing that people are like, well, it takes me three hours to do the administrative tasks. I couldn't afford to pay somebody else X number of dollars an hour to do that for three hours. Well, guess what? They're going to do it faster than you because this is not what you're good at. You're good at whatever you do, which you know is helping people with fi- their finances. We know what you're probably bad at being an expert at is managing calendars, doing emails, filling out forms, uh, designing new systems, marketing, all of those things. That's not what you do. Do the thing you do. Let the expert do their thing. They're gonna be cheaper and faster than you.
0: I love that. And not only that, but I feel like it'll take away your mojo right not only are you bad at it but how come you feel like you're stuck and you're not getting to where you want to be because you're doing things that don't don't revive you that don't excite you that you're not passionate about when I was, so I'm, I'm not a financial advisor anymore. I was in the decade for, uh, for, I mean, I was in the decade. I can't even <laughs> talk. Doing <laughs> today. I was in the industry for a decade. And then um, I, I, I mean, the, the hardest thing for me was paperwork. I mean, it just, it just drained me, drained me doing paperwork. Um, I'm horrible at follow-up. And they said the fortunes in the follow-up and I'm like, that's not my thing. I'm really good at having a face-to-face conversation. And most of the women who are listening are really good at that. That's why you're in the industry. You actually, not because you're good at math, right? Yes. When people say that they're like, oh, let's go talk to women in colleges about you know getting interested in math so they can be in the financial industry. I'm like, how about getting interested in people so you can be in the financial industry? Because the math is not it. I'm not great right. at math, but I was a really good financial advisor because I, I get people, right? Mm-hmm. So you, those of you who are listening to this, my guess is you're really good at people. If you're really good at the admin work and you're not good at the people part, maybe admin will be better for you. And you think you're a business owner when you're not, that's another thing to yes. recognize. Yeah. Um, but for sure, like if you're not focused on the things you absolutely love and that you're you're passionate about, like you're not going to want to be in the industry, you're not going to want to be in the business which really hurts my mission because I want you guys to stay in the business so that you can actually help increase the footprint of women there. So, so what would you, what would you, so I went, I started with advice, but I said, actually, don't tell me that, but now give them advice. So, so first of all, you're like, okay, excuse number one is I don't have the money, so I can't hire an admin assistant. It's like, that's why you need an admin assistant so that you have the money because they'll do the stuff that you shouldn't do. So you can focus on making money. And then the second one you said is, that, you know, I have to do it. I'm better at it. Right. And you're saying, well, even if they're better at it than you are, or excuse me, even if you're better at it than they are, if they do a, a portion or like a lower percent, if they're not quite as good, it doesn't matter because it'll get it done and free up your time to do the right things. And then mm-hmm. they'll end up doing it faster. And that takes training, which is probably why you have a company that's successful, because I think the third thing I am talking about advice and I keep going in all circles, but I got to interrupt myself again. But the, the, the real problem is people are going to go like, well, I don't have the time to train them, nor do I know how to train them. So before you get it, and maybe you can couple this with the advice, tell them like, how do you do that? Or what advice would you give around that? Because I'm sure you are an expert in that area. Cause that's, what's on
1: my mind. No, but that's exactly it. That's, that's the way people say I have to spend all this time training and then I have to follow up with this person and then I have to manage them. And I don't like managing people. I just want to talk to people. And, um, I mean, that is absolutely why we created admin Slayer because yeah, I mean, I think part of the problem why a lot of businesses fail is because we have these great people who are good at the thing they do. And then we say, and now you have to learn this entire other thing, which is operating a business and all the components of that from like HR through marketing, through business development, through like all the different things. And you're like, oh, but I just really want to provide people with great financial advice. That's just the thing that I want to do. So I guess maybe I have to go work for somebody else. I guess, maybe I have to be part of somebody else's team because I don't want to learn all those things. And I, you know, my response to that was, well, that's stupid. Let's build something that solves that.
0: Awesome. <laughs> I love that you said that's stupid because it, it is, I mean, it's hard and it's not in a judgmental way, but it's like, you can shine in the way that you're meant to shine and be really, you know, be really the best at what you, what you're, um, be the best at what you do instead of trying to be decent at everything. Um, But people are scared of outsourcing. Like people are scared of outsourcing. People are scared of, you know, letting go of women, especially letting go of control, like letting, letting go of that. Um, So how do you, how do they combat that? Is it just like, just go do it or... Um, no, Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely a control freak as well. And, 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 uh, and that's because I want things to go well. I need things to be right for my clients. So what kind of systems do you need to be able to monitor your business? Cause any good business should be set up so that you can look at certain types of reports from your various systems that tell you where your business is at, where is your, where your client's coming from? What do you know about them? How do you divide up those clients so that you're attracting the right? ones how long did it take you to get from the first contact till they became a client what sort of services do you provide to them When's the last time they've been contacted you know what kind of money is coming in the door what kind of all those sorts of things that uh, technology exists and 100 uh, percent of it is cloud-based unless it's old and clunky and you can absolutely pull down all those reports know your are your businesses all at all times have dashboards for all of those things you're maintaining control you can pinpoint with that information exactly who's messing up you That's don't awesome. have to trust I'm them i'm
0: sure their heads are spinning like oh with overwhelm i'm i'm finally at the stage in my business where i'm scaling and like we i actually can speak that language and know that but i know there was a time when, especially when i was a starting or even you know 10 years into the business it's like i'm good at this and i can hustle and i can I can meet with clients, I, I'm good at that stuff, but figuring out those systems and knowing what to do and how to do it and looking at my KPIs, I'm like, what's well, a KPI. I don't know what that is, you know? So like that words. stuff, but, but now it's everything. Like if you don't know the numbers, you don't know what decisions to make, or if you don't know um, those systems or have those systems. So, I mean, my advice to add on, I'm sure obviously you agree with this because you have a company for it, but is get help with that. I'm guessing yes. that that's what you do. It's like, you don't have to figure all that out yourself. You're like the mentor and the, the you have the systems to to ask them what is it you're doing and how are you doing this so that they don't have to figure it out. And then they get the help they need, which is basically like coaching, right? To, to, to help them create those systems that are repeatable and duplicatable.
1: And I do think that people should work with a coach for that because there's, there's people out there who implement and the admin slayer team is great at that, but there's people out there who design.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And and I really think that coaches are actually fantastic here. And you, you can get all kinds of different coaches, so know what you're looking for. But a coach who's going to help you say, okay, what do I want out of my business? You know, your administrator, if they're really amazing, might say that, or they might just be saying, what, what do you need your business to do? And then I'll track it. And then you're like, I don't, I don't know right? Because you don't know. So if you're, but if you're working with a really good coach who's saying, okay, like this is where you are, this is where you want to be, you know, in order to know that we need to track these things. And they're going to ask you things like, what's your client experience journey like? And, you know, from start to finish, what's it like to work with you? Knowing that and mapping that out with somebody who's really, really good at this, and I generally I find those are coaches, is really, really important. That's the piece that you need to figure out first. If you can lay that out very, very clearly to your operations management team, they're gonna look at that and say, oh, these are the things you need to track, cool. I have a system for that, and then we'll plot the whole thing out. But if you come to them with nothing, you're gonna get a big mess.
0: And then it is, it is stressful. Like I'm horrible at managing. Like I have a COO who like, she does all that stuff. So like, I know my strengths and that ain't one of them. And so I'm like, I need someone even to figure out the systems. And, and I have, I mean, I got coaches up the wazoo. Like, I agree. Like you can't, What you do and you have the service you have is really a done for you service, right? Because you Mm -hmm. get that they do the admin, right? Versus as a coach and, you know, what we do is really telling you what to do. And some of it's done with you, but most of it is not done for you. Like I don't do done for you stuff, right? So you need that. But if you don't know the how and what to focus on and answer the questions, then you can't actually outsource. And that's the thing that we've had trouble with before we started to really scale was One, letting go of that, like you said, like being a control freak, but two, like it hurts my head to figure out you know, what the systems, we're actually working with a team right now that's helping us, you know, scale so we can make a bigger impact. And, you know, those are are the exact questions he's asking us. It's like, well, what is the path? Like from when they come start working with you, what happens? And then what are your conversions? And, you know, what's crazy to me in the financial industry, you know, you're taught as a financial advisor, like you're asking the client about their money. And I even created a, I had a, when I was doing money coaching, I had um, a program called Kim Jim, which stands for know your money to grow your money. Cause I believe that when people know their money, like wealthy people, they're able to grow it, right? So Absolutely. You, lose money, you know your money and as a financial advisor, like, oh duh, the people who have no clue about their money, they're usually pretty much behind. But then as, as we are, as financial advisors or insurance agents or like we're in the industry as, as really an advisor or a coach, right? You're helping that client, but then you don't know the numbers. It's so often that you don't know the numbers. You don't know what your path is. You don't know, like all those things. So I mean, I have, uh, like I said, I have so many coaches, like one's helping me with marketing and then another's helping me, helping me to scale and knowing those things. And then we have, you know, we're actually outsourcing as well with, we have a bunch of admin and and people on team because it's, I can't, I, I mean, I don't go anywhere if I'm trying to do all those things.
1: Well, and I think that might be one reason why a lot of women who work in finance think, well, maybe I don't need a coach because I know how to do this. I know how to ask the right questions to my clients. Like any type of strategy has the same process, right? And so do you, if you really step back and look at it, you say, well, I do strategic planning for individual clients around their finances constantly. So why wouldn't I be able to do that for my business? Why wouldn't I be able to do that for myself? And now I feel kind of crappy about myself. So I'm not going to actually go out and ask for help because I should know this. I should really be better at this kind of thing. Cause clearly it's what I do. And, you know, I had a, a great comment from uh, a consultant I used, uh, cause I kind of said the same thing at one point where I was like, you know, I kind of do this for other people. Now I'm paying you to do this for me. It feels so counterintuitive. It's like saying, I'm not an expert. And she said, well, you know, consultants who don't use consultants are absolutely telling you that they don't believe in their business. Yeah. It's like, that is very smart. And it's true. You need that second set of eyes. You know, I don't think it's smart for financial planners to write their own financial plans. It, you can get, just get too circular, right? Oh, well, I could do this and I could do that. And then you've got your head inside your software for six days and you still don't have a plan. But if somebody else just steps back and gives you that second set of eyes and the ability to to give you a perspective that you don't have, you're going to get further. And I think that's what a coach will do for anybody in any business even if you do the same thing
0: i think that's so true i think there's so many advisors out there that are like that are not getting that help they're like oh i can do it on my own but then they're telling their clients don't do it on your own like how come it would make sense for you to say hey don't manage your money on your own like let me help you because i'm the expert and then if you're not an expert in growing your business like saying but I can do it on my own like it's like that doesn't make any sense and I also believe in like the the universe and the energy and all that stuff so I th- feel like if you're telling your clients that you know you should hire a, an expert or an advisor to work with them to get the best result then you too just like you said you should be hiring someone to help you get the best result because otherwise you're not optimizing so I love that cool. that's awesome so tell them uh how can they find you your companies like what would be the best i mean we like i don't know is it social media or to get your books to tell them what yes oh, yeah
1: absolutely so um springplans.ca is where you can find my financial services company and adminslayer.com is where you can find the virtual assistant company you can download the books from both of the websites and you can find us on twitter instagram facebook linkedin all those things
0: see that it's like amazing someone incredibly successful actually has a presence online <laughs> Yeah, certainly. We didn't even go there. But that's like so crazy. because like people are built. I think so many people out there are building everybody else's business instead of their own. Just remember, you know, this is your destiny. You get to create this and you get to have the financial success. Um, Awesome. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to add? This was exceptional. and I like how focused it was. So if you didn't get the takeaways... The main thing is get yourself an admin. Make sure you're not doing the stupid stuff so that you can get the result and you're outsourcing that so that you can focus on what's going to help you grow your business so you can help more people. Anything else to add, Julia? This was awesome.
1: No, just uh, be brave and, uh, and and have fun.
0: It is fun. I love it. She's rolling her eyes. Like that was awesome. Be brave and have fun. Like, no, that, that, those are rules to live by. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. This has been awesome. And thank you out there. Those of you listening, make sure you check out her books um, check out her websites and, you know, see what she's doing because it's really amazing. Thank you so much for, for contributing and also making an impact in the industry and helping more, more women succeed. All right, ladies, then we will say goodbye and head off. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Robin Crane here, and if your big goal is to increase your revenue this year and grow your business, then make sure to attend our next event coming up soon. Go to femalefinancialadvisors.com to learn more about how you can explode your financial business, get more qualified prospects, convert more ideal clients, and create your ideal business so you can have your ideal life. Can't wait to see you at the next event. Again, go to femalefinancialadvisors.com to claim your seat so you don't miss out. I'll see you there.